going to year 16 of the high school football rewind where we recap all of the great Friday night prep action. Then on Saturday afternoons, three hours before kickoff, live from Two Dudes Brewing Q, it's our local LSU pregame show, Tiger Talk. Listen for yourself and find out why nobody does football like sports talk. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Had to collect myself, Beck Ains, BC, Beck Ains, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Catch us on the text line, 888-993-7762. Catch us on our Facebook page as well, Sports Talk 977. Beck, have you recovered? Barely. I'm about sick of it. Uh, you're a little ahead of me. Oh. Let me let me tell you a little tidbit. I'm trying. We've just to to start. We're both trying very hard for this not to be like every other show we do. Correct. In this kind of situation. Correct. Because we've already had one this year. Started off the year with a show just like this. It was pretty tough in itself. I don't know if it was as tough as this one. No, I think that one. Can was, we agree? That one takes the cake. That one. The first one was rough. Uh, it one, wasn't losing this on one, it. I think you can get over this one a little easier. You get easier. over it because it's a one in a thousand play. One in a five hundred play. No, one in one hundred. One in a mil. One in a mil. No, you get over it because you got a conference game to start this week. That's for the players' tapes. Hey, Cheryl Crow said it best. The first cut is the deepest, and that was Mississippi State. Thanks, Cheryl. Second one, no, not quite as deep. No, no, but was... you're sick of getting cut. And you start to ask yourself, Here was the problem with the can second I exist one. without getting cut? That that first wound, while it had scabbed over, had not completely healed. And then I'm so SMU just comes and digs the knife into the old wound. That the other part is. of the SMU they dipped it, one. They dipped it in salt yes. and, and beforehand. I, the, the salt is that it's Sonny Dykes. Back That's no, the, the salt. salt is they went 67 yards in 33 seconds. Let me tell you Same. something. <laughs> That's the salt. I'm not here to throw a pity party, but I want to let you know something. So that game was at 2.30 Saturday afternoon. Probably wrapped up the post-game show about 7.45. Got home. Got to put one kid down, didn't you? Put them both down. But normally after a game, like, you kind of got to relax a little bit. Got to kind of clear the brain, win or lose. Figure out a way to get some sleep. Beck, it was 1 a.m. And I'm just laying there. Just still mad. Not even mad. Disbelief. Wondering what I saw. Were you on that five stages of grief like maybe? Exactly, Tapes. Tapes said it perfectly coming into the studio Saturday night. 
He said he was at the fifth stage of grief where it's just all you can do is sit back and laugh. I agree. I, I mean, the second that it happened. Oh, no. The second that it happened, the entire stadium went silent and they and just walked to the turn, everybody turned. Yeah, everybody just turned around. Nobody even said anything. Nobody even said a word. I grabbed my two-year-old and started walking to the car. Yeah, I walked by people that I normally hug. Didn't even talk up, to them. Just head down. It's like, I don't know you. I don't even know you. Like, it, like it was a killer. 39-36. Tech loses on a walk-off. Hail Mary. Not only a walk-off Hail Mary, uh, we also saw a volleyball assist. You want to know the worst part of this whole deal? A couple hours, Tabes, maybe an hour or two after the game. I'm stepping down from, like, one stage of grief, you know, easing into the next. And then ESPN alert hits. (laughs) Gotta watch this. Mississippi, or, uh, what's it, Southern, what is it? Who are you saying? SMU. SMU. SMU wins in a... And a Hail Mary against Louisiana Tech. Like, thanks, ESPN. I already hate you. I was chatting with a friend. She's married to a Navy guy, so they're always bouncing around. They're up in Washington now. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Tech going to Tech. She's like, what happened now? I was like, oh, you'll see the highlights. Oh, you'll see. You'll see it. Fifteen minutes later, she hits me back. Oh, my gosh. I was like, like, I'm used to it. Back, it was 7.30 a.m. on SEC Network this morning, and they're showing the Hail Mary. Like, can you turn off the beautiful LG TV from Best Buy and Rustin here, the Sports Talk 97.7 Studios, so I don't have to see it again? You don't know what makes it even worse? Prior to that last drive, oh yeah, we're going to get into the fans later in the show, but prior to the last drive, BC makes a fool of himself. I'm yelling at Sonny Dyke saying, yeah, I should have got a defense, Sonny. Yeah, he he said some stuff, Tabes, that I was like, man. I, I was letting it rip. I hope. Now, I usually, and it too legit to quit sending text, makes a great point. This one was worse because Mississippi State was a slow burn that you couldn't stop. I agree with that. Mississippi State was, you saw it coming you, for a you quarter frog, and a half. You were the frog in the pot. Right. You <laughs> saw it. You yeah. felt, oh, gosh, I hope this doesn't happen. This one was bad because the drive before this happened, there, we were close. We were jumping around. I think I said we won the game. We won the game when we get into the end zone, but it gets called back for holding, which, by the way, that'll bite you in the butt because if he'd have just gone down in bounds, even with the penalty, the clock would have ran, right? Correct. But, no, he had to score. He had been told to go down. He'd been told to go down, which we can talk about you know all the kinda, things that players get told and then don't do because this is like week four. Yeah, you know, mom told me to study for tests in college, and I didn't do it either. Um, you know what? Too what kind of stuck out to me as well, and you know, like you said, like you could break down a number of things during the game that happened. <laughs> we were talking about the false start penalties in the post game show, and. The illegal man downfield on a 62-yard pass to Trey Harris. By the way, Trey Harris, absolute freaking dog. Yep. Uh, Skip said today in his press conference, talking about cleaning up some of the pre-snap penalties, he's like, we didn't even have a play called. He's like, we rushed to the line of scrimmage, so SMU can't sub. And the O-line's trying to get out of the stance, and he's like, hey, who are you going to block? You don't even have a blocking assignment set. 
How, how are you false starting on that? Like, that's frustrating. Like, those are the things that are more frustrating to me. It's like, yeah, we lost. Yeah, we had a Hail Mary. But it's like, you false started when there wasn't a play called. Yeah, multiple times. It's like the kicker. That'd be like the kicker running up to do a kickoff and whiffing on the ball. See, what that we, – and we could – I do want to get into what that means for a team. You know, we've heard it a thousand times. If you want to win these big games, you have to do the little things right. Correct. So, those are what keeps schools like Tech from winning the big games. Correct. Because at the end of the game, there's several situations that either give them less time on the clock or – we score. Uh, yeah, try not giving up a 73-yard kick return on the first time you've put the ball in the end zone all day. So you, we've had we've a few weeks of, of a lot of mental errors from from players. I've had a few weeks of right? heart attacks. Yeah, but think about it. you got you got little smoke running into the end zone after catching on the two-yard line. You got the punt safe team forgetting what punt safe means and just running backwards. You got a bunch of false starts. Got a couple of kicks not covered. You got not going down. Austin Kendall against Southeastern. Oh, yeah, threw it out of bounds instead of going down. You got not going down Marcus, Marcus Williams. Williams. You got a holding call on that same play when Marcus Williams was 15 yards out yeah. in front of you. Yeah, not even – I mean, why are you even doing it? Uh, gave up a Hail Mary. Too. Gave up a Hail Mary. Yeah, we'll, we'll go back to that. What were some other ones? Uh, oh, just the special teams altogether. I mean, just – Pretty rough. Pretty rough. Uh, just a it, lot uh, of mental mistakes. Yeah, you want me to get you another one? So you remember the long run Mordecai had on the last drive? Yeah. Tapes, we've talked about it a little bit. Linebacker, uh, yeah, he was supposed to blitz. Uh, blitzed in the wrong gap, opened up the middle of the field. Okay, so I don't even want to get into the ex, like execution, like, oh, you could have blocked better or whatever. Like, I'm not even – like, this is college football. You make mistakes. These are just, like, mental mistakes that you can control. Nothing to do with talent. Nothing to do with talent. And just over and over again. So, when people want Skip's head head on a platter, I didn't know if I could say that. Yeah, why not? Uh, the figurative platter, yeah. yes. of course. This is, this is the only side of the argument that I can get behind. And I'll let you defend Skip later because I know you'll love to do that. The only side of the argument I see is, is preparing your players – Mentally as f- and physically, like physically, it's a little easier for me to let go because it's like, I mean, it just is what it is. But really, really easy mental mis- mistakes and that are happening. It's like that's where it gets frustrating. And I know that as a coach, you can't physically thing- be out there. I know they happen. And no, but and my thing too, it's not get a thing, them ready, and it's not a thing that you didn't know what to do though. Get the boys ready to play. But fuck, I don't know if it's as simple as get them ready no, to play. It's you know what it is. It's this mentality that they I get scared. They get scared, BC, and then when you get scared, you make mistakes. How do we get over the hump to where we have the mentality that we can was, get the game? You want know to tell you what I was going to do? You're gonna be probably ticked off that I didn't. I was going to sacrifice a chicken tonight live on the air. <laughs> what? <laughs> you think that would change some juju? We have to come up with something. I do appreciate that at least for most of the game, I felt pretty good. Usually, like, you know, Southern, or Mississippi State. The thing that sucks is it was an awesome college I know, it was. Game. It was a great game except for the last it was five seconds. It was incredible. So I appreciate not feeling like we were going to lose in the middle of the third quarter. Thanks, Skip. It was two good football teams doing battle. 
Like, that's what it was. It was fun. Like, it was two teams trading blows. It was it was both times. There was different points in the game where we're like, man, both these defenses are terrible. And then Tech's defense gets four stops in the fourth quarter. And it's like, just will us to the finish line. We couldn't get there. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how to how to get there. Let's go to the hotline. We got Rafe. Rafe, thanks for calling. Please talk me off the ledge. Man, I, I, I can't. I do not get to skip hate at all. Yeah, that's, bad. that's like I, I'm telling sure Rocky Balboa to get ready to fight against you Rafe. know whoever. I mean, like. It's I not see. coming from me, Rafe. I'm just telling you what I hear. No, I'm I telling you what I hear. I, I know, I know. It's 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 completely oblivious to the fact that we play. We were playing. Now I get it that there is the craziest, weirdest ways that we lose. Yes. But we would not be in that game at all without Skip Holtz. We would not be in the game. I agree. What, and people try to pretend like. Oh, a guy shows up and he's real rough and tough and he goes for it. Yeah, he can't get the players and coaches in there that skip in. You can't just show up and be bravado guy. I mean, look at Southern Miss. You can't just hire any old dude who's aggressive and act like all of a sudden you're going to have a good program. Yeah. Skip is the reason why we are competing with teams that are worlds ahead of us in every other avenue except on the field. And then they're just barely better than us. And some of it's by a freak of nature. So I'm sick of the skip stuff. That that this year he's proven if I you love it, quarterback. If I love the, it. If he gets the right quarterback, he's the best play caller on earth because he's got the right quarterback. I mean, it, quarterback makes a difference. Skill positions make the difference. You get the right coaches, it makes a difference. We're not playing this game to the last minute, to the last half, to the last second quarter if we don't have a coach that can bring in those components and, and you know the skip stuff is dumb it's just dumb people i love it and they know what's up and they don't know what's up they, they don't realize that, that we, we're not heavyweights here we're, we're actually fighting you know with one hand in many ways so yeah we lost the game it was the craziest loss i was completely silent in a stupor Going home felt like I played the game, <laughs> yes. exhausted. They, they should not have won it. I mean, that's the worst thing. I mean, that that they should not have won it. Even Sonny Dyke said they should not have won the game, yet they won the game. Oh well, now, North Texas. Next up, let's do it. You're right. Good Thanks stuff, for the call, Ray. Rafe. Here, BC. I'm. No, I gotta no, tell no, you no, something. No, you get the mic all the time. All right, let's Let hear me it. Have it. I hate this. It's true, but I hate this. I hate the fact that I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, Beck, when we stood up here at the beginning of the year, no, we picked the wins. Listen, you, we picked ourselves to be one and two. I'm I not know. going there. No, I'm not going there. Not I, okay. I heard it this week. Doesn't mean I'm times. okay with these losses. Okay. You got to close these games out. You know where I am going, though? Like Rafe says, like everybody says, you can have a macho man, blah, 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 this and that and the other. If you go for it on fourth down, blah, blah, blah. You get the point. You know that coach in Arkansas? He was the old no punt coach. Yeah, I remember him. Well, he got a D one. He got a D one job at an FCS program called Presbyterian. Okay. First couple of weeks of the year, plays like Fort Lauderdale. I don't know if it was like the City Workers or if they have a college or what, but he scores seventy on them. 
He plays like St. Thomas Aquinas, which I don't know what they are either. We'll call them a football team. He puts like 65 on them. He gets into FCS competition this week. You want to hear what happened? <laughs> 72 to 0. He scored 0. Yeah. Might ought to punt, big boy. Glad you're a macho man, though. Matt says, best play caller until the fourth quarter when you let a team come back down three scores to beat you at Mississippi State. Matt, that was three weeks ago. We've already addressed <laughs> what that. Do, I mean, what does this Arkansas coach have to do with what's going on at Tech? I don't know. I just wanted to mention that because that was hilarious. <laughs> if you lose 72 nothing to Campbell, that's funny. Campbell. Let's go ahead and take our first time out. We come back. Yeah, we're going to continue this misery. Louisiana Tech drops a heartbreaker, a gut-wrenching performance to SMU 39-37. Be right back after this. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You've got all that nice outdoor power equipment and a four-wheeler and stuff, and it's just sitting out in the rain. Well, that's just stupid. Protect your stuff with a new building from Ideal Portable Buildings, custom built in any size you need. Rent one with no credit check and 12 months same as cash is available. Hey, they can even move or relocate your existing building. Ideal Portable Buildings can help get your stuff out of the rain. Find them on Facebook or visit IdealPortableBuildingsLLC.com. Hey, DQ fans, the chocolate and peanut butter in your favorite Reese's candies take it to a whole new level in one extremely tasty treat. The Reese's Extreme Blizzard is back and it's packing in all the flavor. With Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Reese's Pieces, chocolatey topping, and extra peanut butter, all mixed with our world-famous soft serve, each spoonful's chock full of chocolatey peanut butter deliciousness. So Reese's lovers, take your taste buds to a whole new level and grab the Reese's Extreme Blizzard treat today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good. Our area is called the Sportsman's Paradise. Part of that paradise is a store in Ruston that's been here for over 60 years. McKinney Honda. I'm Richie McKinney. Come see why we are your outdoor superstore. From top name brands and hunting apparel, ammo, guns, bows, gun safes, footwear, to our fully stocked parts department and expert service department. The McKinney family is proud to serve the Sportsman's Paradise. There's always something new for the sportsman when you visit McKinney's, your outdoor superstore in Rustin. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Back to the Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Matt says, does it change the fact that we lost the Mississippi State game and Skip has trouble finishing games? Matt, I agree. I agree. No doubt about it. But. So you're going with the argument that, hey, Skip got us in the game. 
I'm not going to lose, but he got us to the end. Beck, that's not the argument I'm going with. I'm going with, and I get the argument, like, everything falls on the head coach. Like, I get that. Like, that's that's common sense. Like, at the end of the day, when you're evaluating a head coach, the entire program is his responsibility. I There is zero doubt. But I don't think, the other day, when you talk about this SMU game, and you talk about how that game came to a finish, First and ten, Marcus Williams runs it off the right side. He runs into the end zone. They call a holding penalty. It comes back to first and 20. Then you get a false start. It's first and 25 with 141 remaining in the game. SMU has two timeouts. At that point, if you're a coach, I don't care if you're a head coach or you're an offensive coordinator, your play calling has to shift from I'm not necessarily going for the first down as much as I'm going to. They're going to burn these two timeouts. And I'm going to run the clock down as far as I can. He only ran it one time. Listen, it was unfortunate. Like, it was. But you kicked the field goal. I have more of a problem with the defense on SMU driving like, what, 74 yards in 36 seconds. I have more of an issue with that. And like I said, ultimately it falls on the head coach. There's no doubt about it. But if you tackle them before the chains one time in the last drive, you win the game. If you don't allow Mordecai to have a 15, 20-yard scramble, you win the game. Obviously, the Hail Mary gets all the attention. I know. But there's other points in that game on the defensive side, especially the last possession, that I have more of an issue. Let's go to Quint on the hotline. Quint, fill me in. Help me out. I just think this comes back to more of like that tech-squad-and-tech mentality. I think it's that we fear or we get nervous once we get in a position to win a game, and then that's where all these things start manifesting themselves. And it's just, I mean... I was going to make an illustration, and it's usually whatever you fear the most is what's going to come back to bite you. I agree. I mean, I have a coworker that's a little bit older than me that uh, had to do a Zoom call from a uh, remote location. He's not that great with technology yep. sometimes, and he was nervous about it, and sure enough, what happened? The laptop crashed. <laughs> I mean, we all, everybody at the office was like... Yep, saw that coming. I, okay, so here's my thing with the tech going to tech. I, I agree. I do feel like, I know I'm, I'm shifting gears, but I do feel like I, I can I cannot say that for this game as much because what Ben was, we were talking about it. In that situation, the worst thing that can happen is... You tie. You, no, yeah, well, or the, score the... No, 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 no. I'm saying like on the last drive from SMU, the yeah. worst thing that can happen is they get behind the defense and they score yeah. and win the game. So... I think 9.9 out of 10 coaches in the country are really happy with a Hail Mary yep. shot from 45 yards out. I agree. So, Tech played oh, yeah. to that. Tech played yep. to that. I can get over that this was a 1 in 500 chance or whatever it is, but I get, I'm with you, Quint. It just seems to, it's recency bias. Here, no, here's what I think too, Quint. You talk about the mentality part, and I think we talked a little bit about it last week. It's not that you get over the hump and win a game. It's you get over the hump and like you close the game out with not that we back to the finish line, but we scored that touchdown and we put them away. You know what I'm saying? Like right, that's what right. gives you confidence. And Skip even mentioned that in one of the uh, interviews I heard with him. He said, "We're playing not to lose instead of playing to win." And yeah. That sounds like the same thing if you don't think about it. But that's a totally different mentality. Yeah. The thing I saw from sitting in the stands that just drove me absolutely crazy was to me you have to have different your game plan needs to adjust based on the opponent that you're playing. Okay. I'm no coach, but I know what SMU does. They do a run and shoot style offense most of the time. Yep. Where they're gonna have a lot of short if you're playing an offense they're gonna have a lot of short passes, you're probably not going to be able to break a lot of those up. 
But as soon as that guy catches that ball, that ought to be the last mistake he makes. You ought to plant him in the ground. Yeah, there's too many missed tackles. Yeah. Two, two-hand touch and hope that he just falls down. I, I mean, maybe they're playing an offense where they go on a more of a big bomb thing and they don't have a very accurate quarterback. You might can get away with that. But you're not going to get away with that with Sonny Dykes. I mean, my Lord, we know exactly what Dykes does. I mean, we know this is the person that we know the best, or we should know the best. Dykes did exactly what Dykes has always done. He didn't change anything. We just failed to prepare for what Dykes was going to bring to the party. I mean, this was kind of like we showed up at a uh, camp at a showed up at a campfire where there's going to be s'mores, and we brought a bunch of jelly beans. <laughs> I could have said it better, Quint. Good stuff, Quint. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for the for call. The call. Uh, I I agree, Ben. I, you know, I have this. I'm not a coach. It's going to shock you. I'm not a coach, but I have this mentality. When Shocker. Playing big teams, like quit guns or don't stop like being a gunslinger. John Harbaugh the other night. That was a big play. I like that. Let me just break this down. The Chiefs are like one of two teams in the NFL that everybody's terrified of. Yeah, they've covered twice since October, They're and you bet them every week. Terrible cover. They don't cover. They like the W. They don't care how it happens. But I love that John Harbaugh said, hey, I'm not giving the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but you couldn't do that in this spot. You got a holding in a false start. I get it. I mean, can you can you push a little harder the plays before? Ben, I feel like You did, you ran into no, the no, end Listen, zone. listen. I'm talking about like the drives before. Like I just I, say what's talk. this is probably more for Mississippi State, but let me just yeah, I agree. Like the playing not to lose thing, I like I would I so much rather lose on a freaking interception than letting them just walk all over us. Like just, I don't, I don't know what that is. I mean, I, I get that Skip's probably trying to get the first downs. I, I believe that, but I just, it was watching the Ravens the other night. Like, just take the ball and get the fourth down, and and don't give it back to them. If it was fourth and one, I think you. Might I have want seen our it. offense to win a game and not our defense. How about that? Let me tell you something. If your offense scores thirty-seven points, you should win the football game. Bottom line. If you score 34 points on the road in an SEC venue, you should win the football game. I don't care how you play in the fourth quarter. You can play more aggressive. If you score 34 points on the road at Mississippi State, you should win the football game. Now, the defense, listen. They've played... If if Southeastern was playing FBS football, they'd have the third-ranked passing attack in the country. Mississippi State's sixth and SMU's 10th. So, is it all that surprising to me that they've put up absurd offensive numbers against Tech's defense? It's not. Does that mean that I think that Tech's defense has played well? No, I do not. Do I think Tech's defense has played well in spurts? I do. I mean, what do we not have the players? I mean, what is it? I mean, what's your? I mean, they're good. To, like you have to give them the other team credit. Like those three teams we played have really good passing attacks. Like you can't deny that. Like they're really good on offense. Like out. So then you're telling me they are better than our talent? Because that's possibly what, yes. Okay, just say it. Like you don't think Mississippi State? I'm not better saying than our that. Talent? I wanted to hear you say it. Like they're 23 point favorites. So you're telling the Tech fans right now, like. Get a few games in the conference. No, I'm saying this. I'm saying this. I don't know if it's time to panic about the defense, but, like, if you give up 500 yards and 50 points to North Texas this week, hell yeah, you better panic. 
Like, they aren't SMU and Mississippi State and Southeastern from an offensive perspective. They're not. I agree. I'm just asking, what are you telling the naysayers? Relax, get into conference, see how the defense does against That's the- not what I'm saying either. I'm not saying that like I'm not saying like from a broad perspective, relax, it's okay to lose these games. Heck no. If we're three and oh right now, it'd be twenty fifth in the country. Don't even You don't are even what your record says you are. I know. Though. I know. Like you're one and two. It's not good enough. Like I, that's what I'm how saying. How do we just we're supposed to be three and oh? I know. I can't let that go. Can't can't. This is bleed tech blue radio. I bleed blue. I can't let it go. Man. Beck, if we ended this year, like, will you, let me ask you this. Would you ever be able to get over these two losses in this season? If we go undefeated. That's what it would take. Oh, that's what you're saying. I I, I, I think we'll lose to NC State. I do too. Is there anything? If we go one and ten. Is that it? One and twelve. One and ten. One eleven. One eleven. If we go one and eleven, no, <laughs> eleven and one, it would be that'd be tough. But I mean, we talked about it today. Like that season where Jamar gets suspended two games. I know that's tough for me to let go. Like, imagine what that does for our program if we win conference. I know. Which I think we would have won conference. I know. Like, like I, how 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 many times is this going to happen? It's frustrating, isn't it? We're we're creative on how to lose. I'll tell you that we are creative. Right, let me ask you this: If Tech goes out Saturday and they beat North Texas, let's say forty-two twenty-four, are you happy with that win? Or are you like dead gummit? We should be four zero, or dead gummit? We should be. I mean, it'll help. I'm not gonna lie; it'll help. I I mean, I think it's always gonna sting. I think it's always gonna be I I agree. Mean, because my my thing. We get one, two, one or two shots a year to beat a big time school. Yeah. This year we get three. I'm yeah. gonna throw NC State in there. And it hadn't happened in a long time. I know. So twenty nine. So I almost Miami. mourn. I almost mourn that like it's like you know you're gonna have one or two opportunities a year, but probably one or two of those ain't gonna be close. So I just mourn that we were close. Yeah. No. I and agree. then I'm like, we had it, and then we lost it. I agree. I and especially losing it like we lost it on Saturday. Let's like see. on a freak thing. Let's not even. I'm not even. I don't even say we blew it. It was just a freak thing. Like, why does a one in five hundred play have to happen to us? You know what sucks even more? Our quarterback's an absolute dog. He's a dog. That dude's the toughest son of a gun. He's and this has been a tough three games, but he's hey, he that is a left dog. shoulder was hanging front in that fourth quarter. He don't care. He towed the rock for four yards and hit a linebacker. Him and Grubbs just try to out tough each other. Let me tell you something. Should have put him at D back. He'd have knocked it down. He'd have got that left shoulder up vertically. Let's take this next time out. When we come back, you got a few tidbits for me to chew on a little bit. Is that the best way to describe it? Yeah. All right. Taves, let's take this time out. When we come back, we'll try to relax. Not going to pass a Xanax around the studio. We're a little calmer this evening. You're listening to Blue Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family...
Thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at LN. Bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. When your car needs service, you can trust the unmatched service pledge from J. Mallard Ford. Little Gary Smith and the highly qualified factory trained technicians in the service department are committed to providing expert repairs and service to your new or pre-owned vehicle. From oil changes to alignments, tune-ups and new tires to major engine repairs, you can trust the expanded service department at J. Mallard Ford in Jonesboro. Visit jmallardford.com. All the scores, all the plays, all the playmakers. We will rewind the week in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on the High School Football Rewind Show presented by the University Inc. Tattoo. This is Mark Kramer. Join me and Terry Waldrop as we break down what happened in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for the High School Football Rewind presented by the University Inc. Tattoo on your home for sports in North Louisiana 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. BC and Beck just airing it out on a Tuesday night. Beck, it feels like we've been airing it out for, this our fifth show of the year. This this has been a a passion-filled year. I think I've aged a little bit. Yeah. All right, Ben. Quinn familiar says, with, hold on real quick. Oh Quinn says God. we need to cover and look good against North Texas to flush this bad feeling. We need to, to thump. I mean, let Kendall eat against North Texas. A.K., my boy. All right. You familiar with slow pitch softball, Ben? Uh, yeah. I'm a legend. If I'm good at anything, it's slow pitch softball. Pretty good at radio. I was going to get into something. What do you mean? I'm going to... I'm gonna, Throw you some, some, some soft tosses. Oh, a little soft that's toss. What, that's yeah. I was wondering where you were going with your ability to. Uh... I just wanted to talk about how good I am at slow pitch softball. No, I'm, I'm going to throw you some some softballs. That's fair enough. Listen, this this is this is what I'm hearing from the fans. We actually we got we got to we got to go to we got to go we got to go to the hotline we got to go to the hotline we got our buddy Justin Justin what's happening. Hey guys, how are y'all doing? Love the show. Uh, we've been better, but we're hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hear you. I was at the game. Um, so my uh, my question is, or more so, I'm piggybacking off of uh, one of the guys you had on earlier. I mean, he was talking about you know we're fighting with our hand with one hand tied mm-hmm. behind our back. Um, my big issue is, you know, with the the program is you have a hard time finding people that will truly invest yep. oh. as a fan base. Just and it, like you get people, go ahead. I mean, we, that, you're, you're right. We got a whole we got a whole thing segment planned for this. But keep going. Get us fired up. Okay. Uh, well, my whole thing is, is you got you know you get stuff on the Bleed Tech Blue forum where you got a family member of a complaining about his son having to jump through hoops to get a email yep. for a game, and I'm like, 
boo-hoo, you have to get a QR code to go to the game for free. You know, I mean, you got students at other universities paying Big top dollars. And camping out the night before. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Well, my another point I was going to make is uh, this whole – I'm sure you follow people on tw- with Twitter and all yeah. that, all the talk about conference realignment and stuff like that. And you get people that want to talk about UTSA or UAB. And I really, I try to wonder like where well, you never hear anything about tech. Yeah. And it's just it's it's alarming because we don't have a huge TV market. I'm assuming that that's drives me insane. Thing. Thing. That's absurd that UTSA. And their little high school basketball gym, and their little little league baseball field, and their little <laughs> Alamo dome rented out through twenty thirty five, and not a hill of beans cares about them in San Antonio. Uh, that that's a, oh, I could go all day on that. Oh yeah, I I believe you. I mean, and that and that brings me back to my point of you know investment. If if Tech were to somehow get in the AAC and get a good TV deal where they can actually sink money into the athletic program. The sky's the limit. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. So, 100%. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe our new AD, you know, from UCF may have some AAC tie-ins. Who knows? Hopefully, he's a magician. <laughs> yeah, appreciate the call, Justin. Yeah. We're going to touch touch on a lot of that in a later segment. Uh, ben, I, Justin's right. I mean, Justin's the man. He's a, Justin call. is the man of the people. No, I, listen. I think that's a great point about getting fans to buy in, like. And I say it all the time, like, like obviously I'm not a dummy. Like, I understand, like, fans are bought in if you win the SMU game or you win the Mississippi State game. But guess what? And, like, I'm not comparing us to Nebraska, but Nebraska sucks. And you know who's bought in? Freaking Lincoln, Nebraska. And they're packing that place out. At, you're telling me we can't get 20000 to the Joe? No. I know. Fire me up some more. So... We're in the stands, and, you know, fans are passionate. Uh, you, you get to hear the fans a little more yeah. on a smaller the, the, crowd. Yeah, I was going to say, smaller crowd being, you know, you're only 30 yards from old Skipper. After all, it did sprinkle for five minutes. Yeah, so really cleared it out. Yeah. But we hear things from the stands. Heck, why in the living <laughs> heck would you buy a ticket to a football game and go home when it sprinkles for a few minutes? We'll get to that. But Ben, I in this used to be me. This is why this resonates with me. I feel like sprinkled. you've taught me a lot. It's you've taught me a lot. Yeah. I used to be the guy that yelled at the coach when I didn't like something. And now I'm the guy that yells at Sonny Dykes telling him I know. telling him his wife so we, out his So pants. we hear we hear some things, um, and I want to just kind of address a couple of them. Kickoffs. God. We struggle to kick it in the end zone. I'll I'm not going to lie. There's zero doubt. Zero. If it goes in the end zone, there I'm must happy. have been a gust of wind. Let me tell you something. I want to kick every single kickoff through the end zone. 100%. But if you, the worst thing that can happen is you put it on the 102 yard line and they bring it out because they got time. Let me tell you something. But I also learned that after the first two weeks of the season, guess what? It ain't happening with consistency. Yeah. So you can waste, save your breath. But we got people yelling about kick it through the end zone. Then we do kick it in the end zone. And they return it 73 freaking yards. And then the next kickoff, it's like, why did you kick it to the end zone? It's like, did you see the last kickoff? Like, of course you're going to squib it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, God, like, like I want to kick it to the end zone more than anybody in the entire world. Yeah. But I've also realized after two weeks it ain't happening, so I'm not going to keep talking about it. I'm going to say, you know what? Kick that freaking ball to the moon and let it land on the five and hopefully trips over his toe at the 20. No doubt. You also got people yelling about play calling, and there was one instance. No, let me tell you about the one instance that made me so mad. I know. So mad. So how many times, like, Tech doesn't huddle. They get up to the line of scrimmage, like, 70% of the time they look to the sideline, either get an audible, whatever. So this particular time, it's like a second 10. Get up to the line of scrimmage. Kendall looks to the sideline. They don't change anything. It was very clear. Kendall takes a few more seconds. He decides to himself he's going to audible. Okay? Clear as day. Clear as day. He walks up to the offensive line, says whatever he needs. Hey, guys, run off right tackle. <laughs> run it off right tackle. Which obviously means left tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Four-yard gain. I hear people in the stands above us, and they're like, Skip, what kind of play call is that? And I'm like, did you seriously not watch the quarterback just walk up to the line of scrimmage? It was was as obvious of an audible. Like like we just said, there's not many people. It it ain't like we're in Happy Valley with 107,000 people and you're in the fourth deck. Right. 100%. 100%. It was like that frustrated me so bad. I almost went off and like walked up three flights of stairs to go off. And here's here's another one, which this this is me. I did this one. Yeah, of course. The punt save last week or two weeks ago or whatever it yeah. was. I was mad, but in reality, Skip what? knew they were faking it. Skip called punt safe. We executed punt safe this past weekend. We did. And the players just didn't execute. It's so. But they still. So your frustration is, is a lot of what people are frustrated with is like the low hanging fruit, but you don't know what's behind it. My, my frustration is that your frustration. My frustration is like just watch, like, like I don't consider myself a football nerd that understands every scheme and everything under the sun. Can we agree on that? Absolutely. Like. Like this past week against SMU, Tech threw what probably eight to ten deep balls down the field. Yeah, I love it. After you throw eight to ten deep balls, it's pretty obvious to me. Hey, they probably are just playing man coverage on the outside, and Tech saying, "Ah, Trey Air is pretty good." Yeah, run run down the field, we'll throw it to you. Like, like there ain't a whole lot to it. This week, we'll play North Texas. They might be playing cover two, two deep safeties. You're not going to throw the ball deep as much. And I'll hear, Skip, you didn't throw it deep. Well, like, was the deep throw even open? I know. Like, I don't I, I have frustrations because, like, I could look at, like, take this for example. Like, Quint called in, we know what Sonny Dykes is doing. Like, we under, we all understand that Sonny Dykes is a great offensive coach. I think we could agree. Right. Sonny Dykes was absolute crap at the end of the first half with this play calling. It was horrendous. There was 20 seconds left in the half. He had no timeouts, and he ran a QB draw on, like, third and eight. It had to rush his kicker out there. Oh, yeah, by the way, our D-backs couldn't cover the receivers. Like, is anybody going to dog Sonny? 
And I understand, like, we watch Louisiana Tech. We watch them more closely. Like, I get it. Man, so frustrating. So frustrating. Do you want to talk about fans now or later? We're going to talk about fans at 7 o'clock. We got Brett Vito, Denton Record Chronicle, joining us in the next segment. North Texas, the Mean Green, the Fighting Seth Latrells traveling to Ruston to open conference play Saturday night. Veto after this. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Oh, courtesy. A great place to buy a car. Welcome to the courtesy automotive family of Ruston. You'll find eight of the leading brands. Chevrolet, Cadillac, Buick, GMC. On the South Service Road, exit 86. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. On the North Service Road, exit 86. Both sides of I-20, two pre-owned lots. Qualified service departments you can rely on. Shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com. The courtesy automotive family in Ruston. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. It was a moment. It was a moment that changed my life. We looked down from the chopper and saw the whole area was flooded. At that moment, it really hit me. This is why I joined the Guard. People had gone up to the rooftops to escape the rising waters. Talk about intense moments. We had to lower the guides on line some 30 feet down. This is where teamwork and training really paid off. It took steady nerves and steady hands for the chopper pilots to hover like that. No question, guard pilots are the best in the world. I couldn't believe it. I just saved a life. What could be better than serving the people of my hometown? In the National Guard, you serve your community as well as your country while you work or attend college. In return, you gain skills in which you can build a career and receive benefits that can help you pay for college. Learn more about what it means to be a citizen soldier at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard, aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Let's go right back to the hotline. Brett Vito, Denton Record Chronicle. Brett, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely. So let's jump right into things. Obviously, North Texas off to a 1-2 and two start uh, here early on in 2021. Um, I, I guess overall, what what are some of the things that you've seen both offensively and defensively throughout the first three weeks? Well, I mean, offensively, I think the big question is, um, you know, what the heck is has gone on with just UNT in general? I mean, they're usually a terrific offensive team. Um, you know, even last year when they switched over quarterbacks and you, after losing Mason Fine, they put up a lot of numbers. And just the last couple of weeks, They've really, really struggled, and I think the big question hanging out there is, um, you know, is it 
is it a personnel issue? Is it just a competition issue with playing a couple of good teams in a row, or is there something more that uh, that's kind of ailing North Texas here? Because it's very unlike North Texas to uh, you know they scored 12 points in a loss to SMU, and then they just absolutely got creamed by UAB last week and lost that game 46 and only had 99 passing yards. So that's I think that's the big question with North Texas offensively. I think big story defensively. It's just that they seem to have improved uh, fairly significantly. They were pretty terrible last year. Changed coordinators and brought in a, a guy that's really got a ton of skins on the wall, Phil Bennett. And uh, they they played a lot better. You know, they uh, they held uh, Northwestern State to 14 points in the season opening win, and you know they they held SMU scoreless uh, up and th- throughout the first half up until late late in the first half, late in the second quarter. SMU finally hit them with the Deep shot, and then uh, Rasheed Rice kind of got away from him there, and uh, they ended up losing that game, thirty-five to twelve. But uh, it looks like Bennett has got them headed in the right direction defensively, despite you know giving up forty points uh, last week to uh, UAB, including you know at least a couple of touchdowns on a short field. And, and I know you know to, going back to the offensive side, the injury bug has really hurt them as well. Uh, Oscar Attaway, the r- good running backs out for the year. Uh, I know Jair Shorter's hurt, Tommy Bush is hurt, the Georgia transfer. Is it fair to say that they've been riddled by injuries on offense as well? Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, Lorenzo Thompson didn't play last week either. I just uh, put up my press conference notebook, Latrell declined to comment, which is, that's his MO. He never comments on injuries, yeah. but, you know, he knew he was, that question was going to be asked because, you know, they played without Jair, they played without Tommy, and they played without... Lorenzo this last week, and if anybody saw uh, the way the SMU cornerback fell onto uh, the back of Tommy's legs, it didn't look good. I, I don't anticipate him being back anytime soon, and possibly at all this year. So, uh, just from you know looking at it from the outside, looking in, not knowing anything specifically about what the deal is, but uh, yeah, so they've been hit real hard with injuries, and it's just kind of stacked up a little bit on there and you know they, they just haven't you know been able to find a way to to you know move the ball effectively you see in north texas 99 passing yards even if it was against yeah. uab was pretty shocking and you know uab played them played a terrific game plan you know they decided that their front seven north texas wasn't gonna be able to run the ball on them no matter what they did so they dropped eight into coverage and just basically said well if you think you can run it on us even if even with a three-man box, you know, even with only three guys on the line there in a light box, go ahead. North Texas tried and tried, and they just can never get anything going. And, and at the quarterback position, obviously, Jace Reuter brought in in the offseason from North Carolina. Um, he gets the season opening start at Northwestern. Uh, he starts at SMU as well. He plays pretty well. I know turnovers have been a little bit of an issue, but at the same time, he hasn't had a ton of experience throughout his career. Um, is he improving? How has he looked at the quarterback position? Yeah, you know, I, that's the kind of the catch twenty two there. I think he's a he's a really talented guy. I mean, this guy was a four star quarterback coming out of high school, and you know, sometimes it doesn't portend. Uh, you know, it's not guaranteed. You know, if a guy's recruit was highly highly rated on a high school, that he's going to pan out. I mean, you see that programs. Um, all the way from the top of places like LSU, all the way down Conference USA. But you know, so he, but he was really highly regarded, and he, you can see the the reason why he's got the physical talent. He's got a cannon for an arm. He's he's fast and athletic and agile, 
And, uh, you know, it seems like he's got a really good head on his shoulder. He seems like a great guy from what I, you know, the times that I've talked to him. And just so far, he's, he's progressed, but it hasn't quite all clicked for him yet. And if you're North Texas, you just got to hope that that's eventually going to, that's going to come, preferably sooner rather than later. DeAndre Torrey, he's the stud of the offense. Uh, listen, I feel like we've been watching him for years. One of my favorite players in Conference USA. Off to a really good start, averaging over six yards a carry. Yeah, I mean DeAndre is just a, uh, just a really good player. I mean, you think about just how they got DeAndre Torrey. It's kind of a crazy story. I mean, they weren't when he was coming out of junior college. They weren't even really intending to take a junior college running back, and Latrell, um, you know, saw him. His staff saw him coming coming out of the junior college ranks, and they said, you know what, this kid's good enough, we need to take him. And he's just been a terrific addition for North Texas. He's been, he was great, you know, right off the bat. He's been a team player. He decided to come back for another year, and, you know, I'm sure North Texas is thinking it's lucky stars it did, because, you know, they, they did lose DeAndre. I mean, uh, they did lose Attaway right at the beginning, of, you know, in camp there for the season, and at that point you're looking at uh, – if you don't have DeAndre there, it could get a little bit dicey. But uh, he's been there, and he's you know continued to put crank out you know a tremendous amount of production. He's averaging 132.3 yards per game, scored three touchdowns. You know he's just kind of the, the straw that stirs the drink for them. And, and you mentioned earlier the, the defense had a, a number of struggles a year ago, but you bring in a veteran like Phil Bennett. He's been a defensive coordinator at a number of stops. Obviously. Uh, he inflicts some new life into that side of the ball. Uh, what, what's the biggest change that Bennett has given this defense from 2020 to 2021? Well, I think there's a lot of things. One of the big ones is just the scheme. You know, last year they played in that that three three five system. Um, just didn't didn't work very well uh, for what North Texas needed to get accomplished. Uh, you know, and, and the guy that they had before was a. It, Guy has been a coordinator, you know, in Kansas and other places, and you know, for whatever reason, it just didn't work with him. And they've gone to this multi-front kind of four-man front system that's a little bit more flexible. Um, they play with, you know, they've got a hybrid um, linebacker, defensive back named Tyreek Davis, who's been around forever. You know, he's a he's a senior that came back for another for a fifth year, and you know, so they're playing with five guys back there, and they, they can get into a point where they can play with. Uh, you know, seven in coverage and rush four or do a lot of different things. And it, it's, it's just been more effective. They've been able to come with more stops, more big plays. And I, the guys just really respond well to him, which makes sense. I mean, this guy was the head, was the defensive coordinator places like LSU and Kansas State and Baylor and Arizona State. I mean, this guy's got a ton of skins on the wall. And the, the reason he's been bouncing around with all these power programs for all these years is because he's really good at what he does. And then North Texas is locked out in the fact that uh, when Seth Luttrell was playing, Phil Bennett was an assistant at Oklahoma. So they got they became really close while they were at Oklahoma together. And, uh, you know, throughout uh, Luttrell's career, Bennett's kind of been a mentor to him and, and things like and on a variety of issues and just coaching issues in general. And, you know, he'd go to Phil and ask him what he thought he should do with uh, defensive staff and things like that. And they finally talked uh, Phil into coming back and, and coaching again. And the interesting thing about Phil was, you know, he'd gotten out of it at, at 
Arizona State largely because of health issues. You know, he had a bike wreck when he was at Baylor. And he's a real active guy. He ended up having a bike wreck and had all kinds of, you know, neck problems, back problems, all this stuff. And he's laid out for a couple of years and got all that stuff fixed. You know, he had neck surgery, back surgery, all these other things. And all of a sudden he started feeling pretty good. And then Seth's looking for a defense coordinator and, you know, managed to talk him out of off the talk him off the couch or, you know, out of his consulting type deals where he'd help a variety of teams out to come back and coach North Texas. And it just seems it's worked out particularly well. Last question. We'll let you get out of here. For North Texas to come to Ruston uh, and pick up a win, obviously in conference play Saturday, what must the Mean Green do? Oh, they got to figure out a way to get the offense going again. I mean, I don't think, you know, Louisiana Tech lost those two heartbreaks. I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see what. Louisiana Tech does, and I think Skip's a terrific coach, yeah. and I think he's going to have his kids, his guys ready to play, but you just wonder about them mentally and things like that. Uh, but my guess is that Skip is going to have his guys fired up and ready to go, um, and I think the only the, the North Texas' best hopes to, to pull it off and pull off the upset is if, you know, it all clicks for, for Jace, um Ruder at quarterback, and you also have some guys that have some big games offensively, and they get the running game going again after being kind of struggling with it the last couple of weeks. I think that's the best chance you've got because I don't think North Texas, even with with them being improved, I don't think they're going to be able to just you know completely shut down Louisiana Tech. No doubt. Thanks for joining us tonight, Brett Vito. If any of our listeners want to follow some of the work uh, you're doing leading up to the game on Saturday, where can they find that at? Well, I'm pretty easy. It's just it's at Brett Vito on Twitter, B R E T T, and then V I T O. And then, of course, our website um, is the Denton Record Chronicle, which is DentonRC.com. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. You have a good night. Brett Vito, Denton Record Chronicle. Join us, Beck. You want to hear? You know, I'm a stat guy. Yeah, hit me. All right. So you remember back in 2018, Amik blocks the field goal to beat North Texas, correct? Right. Yes. Prior to that block, Tech, uh, excuse me, North Texas was thirteen and five in its previous eighteen games. Okay. Since that block field goal, the Mean Green are only fourteen and twenty. Did we knock them off? Did a meet break the North Texas program? Got a couple of interesting texts on the text line. Oh, let's hear them. This guy says, Mean Green, more like Spleen Green. Oh, I in, like it. Kick him in the guts. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Beat these North Texas boys. They are ripe for a beating. That's what's wrong with them. Gain confidence here with UNT. They are so banged up. Oh, man. Hit Raleigh and sneak out with a big win. LaTeX is looking for. Like ben, that fan. Hey, listen. Let's do this. Di- oh. Let's do this. Let me read this text here from Jay. Uh, then we'll get to a break. We'll come back. We'll probably, I don't know, we'll probably get riled up again. Real quick, uh, if you're looking for a tailgate spot on Saturdays, Jay and Joel uh, be live on 107.5 three hours uh, before the game. They'll be down at the Argent Pavilion. Uh, come down there, sign up. Uh, you won't be able to miss Jay. Don't worry. Got a sweet beard. Uh, they'll also be giving away an autographed football before every game. So if you're looking forward, you uh, looking for something to do, uh, something to entertain, you get on down there to the Argent Pavilion. Uh, Jay and Joel 
uh, will be down there giving away a free autographed football. All you do have to do is sign up. So make sure you get down there for that. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. When we come back, Beck will grind my gears again. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. And yeah, in North Louisiana weather. For tonight, it looks like we're going to have some showers and thunderstorms in the area. Lows will be 57. Kicking off our first day of fall coming up on Wednesday, sunny skies. Highs will be 79 with our overnight lows, 52 under clear skies. Thursday, we're still going to have lots of sunshine in the area. Highs will be in the 80s with our overnight lows in the 50s. Our weekend kicking off on Friday looks like it's just going to be a perfect day. Highs 82 with our overnight lows, 55 under mostly clear skies. Saturday, lots of sunshine. Highs in the mid-80s. I'm Tori Hart on Sports Talk 97.7. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing limit. Member FDIC. Jay Mallard's been on the road again. Yes, Jay's been out looking for the best pre-owned vehicles available. And now there are nearly a million dollars in pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at Jay Mallard Ford. Frontline ready Toyotas, Fords, GMCs, Dodges, all have been given a complete checkup in their service department. You can see them at jmallardford.com. Select the one you've just got to have, then make the drive and make the deal at J. Mallard Ford in Jonesboro. Our area is called the Sportsman's Paradise. Part of that paradise is a store in Ruston that's been here for over 60 years. McKinney Honda. I'm Richie McKinney. Come see why we are your outdoor superstore. From top name brands and hunting apparel, ammo, guns, bows, gun safes, footwear, to our fully stocked parts department and expert service department. The McKinney family is proud to serve the sportsman's paradise. There's always something new for the sportsman when you visit McKinney's, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Ainge, John Tibbs. Oh, Brett was all worried about how the players are doing mentally. He didn't seem to care how the fans. They didn't care about us. I would be worried about the fans. Smoke said, be ready. Feel sorry for whoever we're playing next. You saw that. Which I love that he didn't say North Texas. I just love that he's like, I don't freaking care. Whoever we play, I knew you'd I'm love sorry. a bold statement. Oh, like that. I love it. You love Show boldness. Show me a little fire. You love when your little chicken nugget <laughs> smoke does that. <laughs> that dude is. I need him to make some plays. He's he needs to stop running backwards when he catches the football. Fair and enough. He- Fair enough, Smoke. I hope you're not listening. If you are, uh, just come on up to the studio. <laughs> I won't be here. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you got? Uh, okay. I know Sean touched on it a little bit before we hopped on the air. Ben, it was a 2.30 game. A little toasty. little toasty out there. But uh, compared to Southeastern, it. the student section was... There was... There was a... Uh, it was lacking. Much to be... It, w- <clears throat> it was hot. 
Um, it's sprinkled. You should you should start off by saying what you told me earlier. You love the fans that are there. I I do. First, first and foremost, I freaking love the fans that are there. Second off, like we griped earlier about what fans say during a game, like that that's a small gripe. Right. Like at least you're in the Joe. Because I can tell you who I don't like more. Oh, I'm watching from my house. Like, oh, I live in Ruston. I'm just watching from my house. Like, cool. Like, you're watching a terrible production on right. a stadium. Like, right. <laughs> but back to the crowd. So you were at the game Saturday. We were sitting together. Uh, wife got to the game, I don't know, probably. First quarter, wasn't it? Yeah, probably about ten, the first quarter. eight, ten minutes yeah. left the first quarter. And I said, uh, where'd you park at? How'd you get a spot? And she said, did it rain? And I said, sprinkled. Yeah, five, ten minutes. She said, well, there was a number of cars leaving, leaving the parking lot, so I got in pretty easily. And I said, really? Leaving the game for what? Like, you and I were there, like, sprinkled. Sprinkled. Don't even know if it showed up on my gray shirt. I didn't wear blue. Um... I didn't either. I totally forgot about that. I, it's just so disheartening to me. That's the game to bring your kids to. It's perfect. You don't you don't have to put in a bed like. And like I get it was hot, but like Beck, this wasn't Grambling hot. No. Um It was muggy. It's real muggy at certain points. Um and But I but I, I expect my, the tennis to be down for a two thirty game in September. I do. A little bit. Yeah, I agree. Not to the level that it was. Not to the level it was. And listen, if there's a tech student out there listening, like, please call. 888-993-7762. Like, oh, they only know how to text. T- text us on the text. They line. don't talk on the phone. But Can't like, Snapchat us. Like, we ain't got one. But you're in college. Like, we've been in college. Like, what in the living world do you have to do on a Saturday at 2.30? Like, I mean, my thing is... You get done with the game at six thirty-seven. That goes right into your party. It's perfect. You can head to El Jar from there. You don't even have to leave at halftime like you do the other games. No. You can walk right out the stadium, get your little shower at the house, get ready for the night, and be back out by nine. Perfect. Like I just and listen, it could be as simple as it was two thirty and it was hot. Right. And maybe they show up in droves like they did Week One against Southeastern. When I came in here and I said, "La Tech students, you were phenomenal." Yeah, you said you spoke a little too soon, my friend. You are phenomenal. But then I get there Saturday. There's not even two sections of bleachers full, and it's like, man. Hey, they had to go home. Was this been the, at school for two weeks? I had to go home and see mom. This was the biggest home game since. Yeah, that's what was Mississippi State in 2017. Yeah, I agree. Ideally, you'd like to have a six o'clock kickoff. I don't think any of us would disagree with that. Uh, man, and listen, I want to say this as gently as possible. If it's possible to say this gently. And you're going to want to fight me after this. And that's okay. Because we've had a number of battles about this through our Throughout our tech fandom. Mm. We love, that's in all caps, Ruston, Louisiana. Mm. But Ruston, Louisiana 
the town and the people that live in this town are the ones that were going home after a sprinkling. And like you said, it's the perfect game to bring your kids to. You don't have to leave at halftime to go home and watch Trolls before bed. By the way, about 4 o'clock we're in the shade, at least in our section. Yes. And Tech's never going to be Ole Miss or Mississippi State. But those are similar towns. If you want to create, and you may not, I don't know what your fandom is like. But if you want to create a good college football atmosphere, and like you said, crowd's going to be a little down on a Saturday afternoon in September. But if you want to create a good college football atmosphere, there's no better place to do it than Ruston, Louisiana. Back there, I can't tell you the last time I heard a cuss word at a Tech game. Like, it's absolutely perfect family environment. And right now, there's enough bleachers for your kids to run around. Yep. You like it, you don't like it, You can. your kids will be entertained by the Dairy Queen run. They can go get a blizzard after the game. Know you're a big fan of Dairy Queen. Thank you. Shout out Dairy Queen, one of our sponsors. I do love a blizzy. You love a good blizzy. They got the Kids Club deal, right? The Kids Club. It is 60 bucks. You get in every single sporting event that Tech holds. For a year. For a solid year. You can go to two games. Until your kid's in high school. Hmm. And like, I mean, I guess even if you're in West Monroe, Monroe for that matter. Like I said, it is the perfect. And Beck, we can sit here and we can say, the Jumbotron's not entertaining enough, the... We can say that the ref's crowd mic doesn't work. <laughs> Worked perfectly on Saturday. Shout out to A.D. Eric Wood fixing it. We can point to so many different things, but like a Louisiana Tech football game, a Louisiana Tech basketball game, there's no more perfect environment for a family than that. And like, the, the, I'd be the, willing to bet. I'll take it a step further. I'd be willing to bet you could ask five of your friends and you could find a free ticket. You know what I'm saying? I, it'd be pretty easy. Don't even get me started with other schools. You have to park and shuttle or pay to park or park two miles away. Yeah, you think Memorial Gym's a far walk? Uh, yeah, try parking in the cow pasture at North Texas. Yeah. With your wife being pregnant. Uh, yeah, you get she'll get hot at you in a hurry. Mrs. BTP got a little... Mrs. <laughs> BTP didn't like walking from the old cow manure. <laughs> um, but like like I said, like I'm trying to say this as gently as possible. Like, oh, I mean, we talk, can, I, can I say this? Yeah. We talked about this. There, and this is going to make me sound like an old-timer, but there, the, and to play devil's advocate, there was a ton... I mean, a TV game, Ben? My gosh. You go... I agree with you that. You go 20 minutes without a play. I agree with that. Like six times in an hour. And that's I, the math doesn't add up, but it's true, Ben. I agree. The timeouts are too long. They make games too long. I agree. But, Beck, 
when my kids get six and eight years old, which they're two and four right now, when they're six and eight, the perfect environment is Joe A's stadium for I agree. It's like, hey, you want to go watch the cheerleaders? Go watch them. Oh, my gosh. You know, no, oh, that's I, right. You got girls. What, no, what, what I'm, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, you're not worried about where they're at. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like nothing's going to happen to them at the Joe. I agree. And, like, you can point to the tailgating atmosphere. Listen, I get it. It's down. The banks aren't ha- holding the kids' zone and all that. I get it. It's not here forever. Like, if you love tech more than one ounce, it should be pretty easily to show up to the Joe. I feel like I'm at a funeral right now. Yeah, I'm is- so sad talking about this. I'm so sad. Unnamed texter says, young people are getting weak. They should be in the heat. <laughs> I don't disagree. Another unnamed texter. I got two. I got parking and two season tickets at two schools. Louisiana Tech is one of them. Tech is accommodating. They need a little bit more organization. It's a great stadium. It's a great town. It's a great time. Also saw this mentioned this week. The shuttle that runs from downtown yeah. to the stadium. Do you think that's hurt tailgating at all? I've seen a number of people hopping on in and out of that shuttle. Man, I didn't even think about that. It's a lot easier to go eat at Ponchatoula's or Sundown or wherever you want to eat at. Have you a little brewski and get shuttled. Versus bringing a tent, bringing food, drinks, all that stuff to tailgate. Right. I don't know. It's an interesting thought. It is. Do I think that there's been things or rules put in place that have potentially hurt the crowd i do but like i've said in the past if you're a dog you're a dog i think that's what the administration's banking on i agree and some of that's on them because you either you either create this environment like at some big sec schools where you got the beer you got everything it's a party thing tailgating is a huge part of the the game day experience I do think we need a better atmosphere around the stadium. Right. It's tough to do both those things, have it be incredibly family-friendly. You and I are part of a tailgate. Um, how far do we have to drag the extension cord to get power? Uh, probably 250 feet needs to be better. Right. We could agree with that. Right. Uh, there are things that need to be done better. But you know what else needs to be better? People being in the Joe. And... All the people that say after this game this week against SMU is a heartbreaking loss. We had our third heart attack in three weeks. We're probably getting ready for a fourth. Going for the quadruple double. <laughs> um, all the people saying that, oh, it's going to be a lesser crowd, this and that. And the other. Like, I get your point. But, like, there's no per- better week to grab your buddy and say, come on. Because I can guarantee you one thing they're going to get on Saturday. They're going to be entertained. Yeah, this is the conference play. Last week before. Doesn't everybody want Skippy to win a conference championship? Isn't it put up or shut up time? And we're still very much in this. We've lost to two very good teams. Zero doubt. We beat a very good team. Kendall's a dog. Kendall's a dog.
love Austin Kendall. Kendall's a dog. Let's take our final timeout. We go back. We're going to put a ball in the show. Have our favorite segment. Beck reacts to the Conference USA schedule for this I, I week. Don't even want to, I, don't, I don't even care. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national, dot bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive family of Ruston. You'll find eight of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Cadillac, Buick, GMC, on the South Service Road, Exit 86, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, on the North Service Road, Exit 86, both sides of I-20, two pre-owned lots, qualified service departments you can rely on. Shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com, the courtesy automotive family in Ruston. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatterload, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. This has been a great show. So many texts. I bet we've got 30 texts tonight. It's been, it's helped. I mean, I we've needed had to turn calls. It's, it's hard for me to get over stuff until after this show. Is that weird? I don't, maybe I don't think about it. I put it off. Now i got to talk about it on Tuesday. Unnamed texter. Players would respond to the attendance. Heard it here first. Uh, if you don't think players feed off of, t- of the fans. And I get it. Fans feed off the players, too. All right. How me- fast can you run through the schedule? Because there's only <laughs> one game in Conference USA this week that You're I even right. give – you're gonna uh, you know it. what about? Big one Thursday night in Boone, North Carolina is Marshall. Oh, by the way, you saw Marshall. Come on, speed it up. Hold on, i got to tell you this. Marshall blew a 17-point fourth quarter lead on Saturday. Awesome. They traveled to App State. Uh, Middle Tennessee, Beg, did you see this? Lost nope, to UTSA and their quarterback quit. Okay. <laughs> Got benched at the half, so he quit. Uh-uh. Yeah. During the game or after the game? After the game. Done. Quit? Yep. Middle Tennessee travels to Charlotte. <laughs> That's a Friday night kickoff in Charlotte. Uh, looking at Saturday action, Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Florida International travels to the Chippewas. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee, UTSA will get their first loss of the season at Memphis. Buffalo coming down from beautiful New New York to not beautiful Norfolk, Virginia to play ODU. Uh, Doozy in Houston, Texas Southern travels to Rice. Oh, how about this one back? Oh, you'll love this. The former Fighting Jack Abrahams hmm. will travel to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, 
to take on the Crimson Tide, where they are 46.5-point underdogs. Oh. Uh, Florida Atlantic makes the trip across country to take on the United States Air Force. Uh, UAB traveling to New Orleans. Uh, I think Tulane will be back at home Yeah, they're home. I saw a tweet. Yep, first time in, I believe, 22 days for the Green Wave. Uh, Good matchup in Bowling Green. Indiana travels to Western Kentucky. And then finally, uh, to put you to bed, as they do each and every week, New Mexico at UTEP. Mm. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be a snooze fest. (laughs) Oh, if you could get a bigger snooze fest than UTEP playing football, I'd have to see it to believe it. Ben, I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's any secret. This was an awful weekend of football. Awful. It's tough. Jag, Tech Jags lost. <laughs> your your precious Jags lost. Tech loses in a heartbreaker. Calvary won. Who cares? Uh, tough slate on Sunday. Won't get into it. Yeah, fantasy team went down by forty five. Oh, that wasn't even what I was talking to. Oh, Taves, listen how Beck lost last night. Taves, listen to this. Taves, this is a mate. This is so, fantasy football. We're on this new team. app called Sleeper. Yeah. Like it. It's great. Uh, Tapes, you listen? I don't feel like you're listening. You're listening. All right. He's not listening. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm, we got this. It tells you your percentage of your win chance throughout to, the day. To win, yeah. So I'm down to like, if it can be less than one, which is nice of them to, to not make it less than one. I'm at 1% like at 1245 on Sunday, okay? Yeah. So I don't, I'm like, ah, oh, well, you know, give the guys a week off. We had a big win last week. No big deal. Uh, I really don't pay much attention. I do have Tampa's defense, and they do get two pick sixes. And I was like, "Oh, good, that's good. Have some film, you know, some stuff to build burger. on." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they scored twenty-two. Uh, my, some other guys, my guys did some stuff late. I looked at it. There was like a twenty percent. It got up to like twenty percent chance I was going to win. I didn't even look at the score or who we had left. Like, Beck, oh, did you win? Tapes, listen, Tapes. This is great. You're, this is so great. I honestly did not look at it. Yeah, I have Hawkinson, the tight end for the Lions. He scores pretty early in the game last Goes night. Off. Old Jeffrey, who I'm playing, texts me and says, I'm getting nervous. And I said, about what? Do you have a job interview tomorrow? Like, that's literally what I'm thinking. I'm like, what is he nervous about? And I was like, oh, we're playing each other. So I pull it up. I'm down by six points, and he has Swift, and I have Hawkinson. He takes the lead. Beck takes the lead. So there's one drive where Jared Goff is just like, hawk, hawk, hawk. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm winning by three points, Tabes. So... I, we get to close the game. I do these things. I do these post post game press conferences, and I send them to the league about you know, yeah, just try to be funny. So I'm literally setting up for my victory press conference when the Packers have the ball with two minutes and thirty seconds to go or whatever. Yeah, he thought the game was thought over. the game was over. I'm setting up my press conference stuff. I move my nightstand. I get out my sponsors, and then the the group message starts blowing up, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, Beck lost. Beck is losing." And I look at the app. And and it's DeAndre Swift caught a ball out of the backfield and ran like forty yards or something down eighteen down, yeah. So I'm like, but I when I look at the app, it says I'm down by like point eight. No, 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 no. It says I'm down by like four points. Oh. It didn't update. I think Hawkinson ended up catching a ball or two. So I wake up this morning. I knew I lost. I was just. I mean, it was on like the the third to last play of the game or something. He like lost was, by point eight. I look at the app. Point oh yeah. Point oh eight. One yard. Any of my players get one more yard, I win. My kicker, the big goose egg, Miami kicker, they go for it on fourth and whatever, two, three, twice in like the first and second quarter and don't get it on their have, other have 30. You, gone, you, you love when coaches go for it on fourth no. and two. Have you gone to bed 
on Monday night with a victory and wake up to your friend calling you saying you lost because of stat correction. You know he's lying, and then you, you get stat correction. Oh, that'd be brutal. I'm, that'd be I was worse. hoping for a stat correction today. That'd be worse. Tabes point oh eight, like one more yard. So I take the L. You did. All right, let's get into it. Louisiana Tech, North Texas, six p.m. kickoff. On Stadium, you couldn't draw it up any better from a network perspective than Stadium. Uh, Bulldogs favored by 12, over under 64 and a half. We'll start with you, John Tabor. Give us your prediction. Mm, this feels like 41 to 17. Oh, dogs. Tabes, I'm not lying when I say that was my exact. <laughs> 41 to 17. 41 to 17. <laughs> well, y'all are a lot more comfortable than I am. Um, I'm going to take Louisiana Tech 48-35. Dogs finally seal it late. What did you say? 48-35. 35? Uh, Have you seen the dogs' defense? (laughs) Not buying it yet. I'm going to go 38-21. No over or under. You're taking the under. I actually am taking the under. I don't think North Texas scores that much. I hope you're right. What did you say it was? I said 64 and a half. Oh, I got thunder, too. Then. Yeah. Hmm. Listen, come out to the Joe Saturday night. Like I mentioned, Conference USA play opens for Louisiana Tech as they try to get back even at 2-2 two and two overall. Wait, wait, wait. We need to go back. We need to go back. First of all, let me say this. Tech is 1-2, and two, like we thought they would be. This is conference play. This ain't how we envisioned being one and two. It's not how we envisioned being one and two, but would we have taken two blowouts, Ben? Would we be happier with two blowouts? I'd be a lot less stressed. I don't know if I'd be happier. I need to go back. I I know this is off topic. I got to go back to fantasy. You're 0 and 2. Tapes, we forgot to mention that. Tapes, I lost about 50. Tapes, do you know what, Ben? Can the last 15 games Ben's played, do you have a guess of what his record is? Last 15. Last, going back yeah. to last. Last 15. Last year doesn't matter, back. But in this case, it matters. Oh, uh, uh, let's see. I'll say 5 and 10. Tabes, you are wrong by four wins. You're wrong by four wins. He is you, 1 and 14 in his last 15. And you got this guy on radio darn near every day. Tabes, we're talking about football. Look, I can't say anything. I'm a combined 1 and 5 in three leagues right exactly. now. Exactly. So. It's been a rough start to it's the year. It's been a rough start. But hey, we're going to make some changes at OC and DC and get it fixed. Been a fun show tonight. I want to thank Brett Vito, Denton Record Chronicle for joining us. Of course, after the game on Saturday night, join us KXKZ 107.5 for the post-game call-in show presented by Impact Healthcare Solutions. For BC, for Beck, for our producer, John Tabor, we'll see you.
Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe, 97.7. Problem. Taz in Austin, Texas. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Taz? Man, listen, I'm with Ben. Let Ben cook. If I was in my car, Rich Pauling, just get me out of there. This is how I feel about it. But that's what they trying. Go ahead. He, he, he wanted to beat up. But when they turned their back on him in the public, he, his pride is hurt. His feelings hurt. It's like they got to the altar and, they, and, 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 and the girl said, no, I don't, you know? so No, no, I, I don't because they, they made a five-year commitment for a, a max contract. That was the commitment they made to him. Yeah, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that I think he's disgusted with the coach and, and, and MB for what happened after the playoffs and he no longer want to work with them. That's what I think is all is all about. That's a big part of it. But I just think he's got to look in the mirror too. He's got to look in the mirror and be like, he didn't do he didn't deliver. At the end of the day, you know what? I, I'm gonna be honest. And I don't know, maybe when you're making that much money, your ego's out of control. But, Rob, if I was in Ben Simmons' shoes and Doc Rivers said what he'd say, you know what I'd be like? I got to go prove him wrong. And there's a part of you that, if you're honest, you'd have to be like, I mean, I, I, I can't blame him after the way I played. I've got to get better. Yeah, but Michael but- Jordan, when the Detroit Pistons – had the Jordan rules, and they were beating up on him. We all saw it in the last dance. Rob, you and I, we know you were covering the league. I wasn't at that time. But we all knew he said, I got to get stronger. I was not strong enough. If Michael freaking Jordan and putting up 35 to 40 points a game in the playoffs could say, I need to get better, why can't Ben? And I'm not all the way with Rob on that stance. But he's, that's what upsets me. Look in the mirror, dude. And take some responsibility for what you didn't do or did do. See, it's easy to work with somebody, Chris, who does that, takes that approach. But this approach, like, uh, that he's the victim and the Sixers did him wrong because